I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. This is Live Mike with Lee Lonsberry from Utah's Capitol Hill to your schools, Texas, and all the breaking news. Hear it on Live Mike with Lee Lonsberry on KSL News Radio. Welcome back to the program. I'm Lee Lonsberry, episode 31 of Live Mike. Today, just uh, 2.35 is the time. Listen, way back. Way back. On episode 18 of this program. <laughs> way back. We've been at this a month. Way back. You know, yesterday, uh, producer Amy's laughing at me. Yesterday, I was telling a story about my uh, daughter, Piper. She's 10 weeks old, and I referred to a time when she was younger. She's 10 weeks old. <laughs> yeah, when my daughter was younger, uh, 45 minutes ago. Uh, anyway, so uh, way, way, way back. Got to go way into the archives for this one. We, during episode 18, spoke to Representative Brad Daw. He joined us here in studio and told us about a piece of legislation that he was working on uh, and preparing for the legislative session, which yesterday began. And uh, what they do is the, the seemingly easy, quote-unquote, bills uh, are placed on a list to be considered at the very onset of the legislative session. Yesterday, I had a, a, an interesting opportunity. Uh, a legislator friend of mine, I won't give a name in case it's against the rules or something that was down there, but I was sitting on the floor of the House of Representatives just yesterday as Representative Daw uh, introduced his bill to the body of the House, and there was debate back and forth, uh, and it was ultimately uh, voted on. I won't tell you the result. I'm going to hold that till the end. So I can uh, keep you listening, you know, add a little drama and suspense to it. Uh, so what I want to do right now is uh, we have the audio of most of the conversation and debate that played out yesterday uh, about this bill. And I'll let the representative speak uh, for himself. But just briefly, what he shared with us uh, back uh, during episode 18, that was, uh, I think, the 9th of uh, January. He joined us here in studio and told us that his bill would very basically, uh, it would prohibit minors uh, from using tanning beds, uh, commercial tanning beds here in the state of Utah. The way it stands now, uh, while, you know, there are limitations on this, if a, if a minor has a note from either their parent or a doctor, if a doctor would do that, uh, if a minor has a note from a parent or a doctor, they can then uh, go into the, the tanning bed and tan and, you know, whatever. Uh, but Representative Daw would, uh, if he had his way, would like to outlaw that practice and uh, regardless of a permission slip being signed by mom dad or a doctor uh, would like to make it a a, a crime for uh, a tanning establishment to offer their services to a minor so let's for a second now walk through uh, what happened yesterday here to kick things off on this matter is brad daw describing his own bill this is yesterday on the floor of the utah house of representatives madam reading clerk 
House Bill 34, Tanning for Minors, Representative Dahl. Representative Dahl. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. Representative, this bill comes to you uh, after a few years of, of trying to make right or wrong that I committed a few years back. I was actually pretty strongly opposed to this bill a few years ago, but I got a call from a number of advocates, and they did what works the best for me, frankly, and that is that they they pointed me to the evidence. And the evidence is absolutely incontrovertible. When teens tan, their risk of cancer goes up dramatically. And so what this bill does is what has been done in a, a several, in a, in a dozen other states, if not more, and that is simply says teens should not be tanning at a commercial tanning facility. So Representative Daw is the sponsor of this legislation. Uh, he yesterday, as you just heard, introduced it on the floor of the House. Those voices you heard at the beginning, uh, the, the reading clerk, that's someone that kind of helps things procedurally on the floor of the House, and also the voice of Brad Wilson. I find the little procedural stuff kind of interesting, so I'll insert some of those details along the way as we walk through this. Now, after uh, Representative Daw uh, made the introduction, did what you just heard, uh, then it is the opportunity of the other representatives there seated uh, to discuss, to ask questions or offer motions maybe to uh, amend the legislation or whatnot, and then ultimately uh, a vote. So let's walk through some of the comments that were made by different folks. This one, this first one comes from Representative Francis uh, Gibson, a funny guy, uh, a sarcastic guy, and you'll see what I mean here. Discussion to the bill, Representative Gibson. Would the sponsor yield to a question? Representative Don, will you yield? Yes. So I'm a little bit slow, Mr. Speaker. If this bill were to pass, under no circumstances would minors be able to go to a tanning bed. Is that correct? That is correct. So we are going to tell parents they cannot do this? That is correct. We're from the government and we're here to help you. Thank you. See what he said there? It was, we're from the government and we're here to help you. Uh, you... That's a, a joke that we've been hearing for a good long time, that if you ever hear someone from the government say that, uh, it's good cause to be leery. And he was pointing that out. We're here from the government, and we're here to help. Uh, so the debate continued. Uh, and then next up to speak was Representative Jenkins, who asked about uh, a possible amendment to this uh, legislation outlawing uh, tanning for minors. Thank you, Representative. Further discussion to the bill. Representative Jenkins. Um, I have a question for the sponsor. Representative Dahl, will you yield? Yes, proceed. Thank you. Um, would you be amenable to an amendment that changed the age to something lower than 18? Uh, if I have good reason for it. I see 18 seems like a reasonable age right now. I'd prefer to stay there. Okay, thank you. All right, so there, right there you have an example of how sometimes some of the debate that goes back and forth on the floor of the House can get a little boring. <laughs> they will debate over uh, simple matters like that. But if you think about it, that uh, proposed amendment or that discussion about an amendment could have some wide-ranging ramifications. Let, let's play it out hypothetically. Let's say that what you just heard uh, was answered differently and uh, Representative Daw was convinced that, okay, yeah, maybe we ought to lower that age. Uh, okay, so then... 
the vote is cast and that's all well and good. Folks agree with that and it results that the, the measure passes and then that dramatically changes uh, the like the business model for all these tanning bed operators. So that tiny little comment right there, uh, if it were to sway the lawmakers in one direction or the other, uh, could have uh, impact on an entire industry here in the state of Utah. So oftentimes we overlook the minutia, uh, but it can have wide uh, ranging uh, ramifications. So let's continue here and we'll get to the vote tally in just a second. Um, okay, here's Representative Ward uh, supporting the measure. Further discussion uh, to the bill, Representative Ward. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. I just would like to rise in brief support of this bill. So here's the number. If you tan at a commercial tanning bed in your teens, you have a 75% higher chance to get melanoma. So you hear and that, those types of details are often presented there on uh, the floor. And so Representative Quinn, uh, just after that, uh, rises in opposition. Here's that quickly. I, I think we need to maybe get back to what the proper role of government is, and it's not preventing parents from allowing their children to get a tan. With that, Mr. Speaker, I would be against this bill. I, again, was seated on the floor of the House just yesterday as this debate carried out. Uh, again, I, I don't want to say who invited me there. I'm not sure if it's against the rules or not for me to have been sitting there, but I was, and it was awesome. Uh, it was awesome for me as a, as a nerd about the procedure of how all these things uh, get carried out, particularly on the on the state level. I spent most of the last uh, five years out in Washington, D.C., watching these types of debates and votes uh, play out on the floor of the U.S. House. And uh, the audience there, let me tell you, is... Uh, is a bit bigger. I don't want to say the stakes are higher because they're not, but the audience is bigger and people behave differently when there are a lot of people watching. Here in the state of Utah, it's a, it's a more private, intimate setting. Certainly, uh, you know, there's uh, full transparency. There's a gallery up there. The public is welcome. There are cameras uh, rolling, but it's a, it's a different setting. And in this setting, you get uh, much more, I think, a thoughtful discussion. There is actual debate uh, that plays out. And that's what happened just yesterday. Now, let's get to uh, Representative Daw. He's going to sum up uh, his piece of legislation, and then the voting will begin. Further discussion to the bill. Seeing none, Representative Daw, back to you for summation. Uh, Thank you, Mr. Speaker. It's been an interesting discussion here. I appreciate uh, what we've had here today. Uh, The fact is you have to decide where where do we draw the line? What do we do? And my answer is, quite frankly, there is no good reason for uh, teens to uh, go to a commercial tanning salon. This makes it very clear and sends an unambiguous signal to parents that this is just a bad idea that's going to potentially cause uh, tragic results later on. So I urge your support of this bill. Thank you. So that's that. Representative Daw made his case. And immediately after that, here in, in Utah, you vote as soon as uh, the summary is given. And it was just after that summary was given by Representative Daw that it was opened up to the legislators here in the state to cast their votes. And here we go. Drum roll. I've been holding off on telling you. Uh, unfortunately for Mr. Daw, the measure did not pass. Uh, but for those of you that uh, agree with with some of the comments, particularly those by Representative Quinn and Representative Gibson, uh, that this really isn't the role of the state to be telling parents how they ought to be uh, raising their kids, I guess that'd be a victory. So that's just a little window into how this works. That This same process is going to play out countless, countless times on the floor of the Utah House this legislative session. And uh, I won't bore you with that much detail in the future, but, uh, but I do find it fascinating. And we'll certainly walk through a lot of uh, these uh, as the legislative session progresses. One final segment. We're going to talk about this new two-state plan proposed by Donald Trump next here on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.
It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.